Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. And welcome to this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. I'm your host, Rebecca Cressman. And how fun is it for me to have two TV stars joining us while we're all in quarantine from BYU TV from the new show, Story Trek Trending. Very excited to uh, introduce Todd Hansen. Of course, he's well known on BYU TV from Story Trek. So, Todd, thank you so much for being here today. Rebecca, it's great to be here. Thank you. Uh-huh. And then a budding journalist. That's how Bella Erickson is described. Budding journalist. <laughs> Bella, welcome to Story Trek the Trending. And you're a really funny person, too, by the way. Oh, thank you, Rebecca. I am just jazzed to hear you say that. <laughs> well, all right. Let's talk a little bit about Story Trek Trending uh, because... It is taking a new angle at what's happening kind of around the country. Should I say around the world, too, or are we keeping pretty domestic? Well, That's a good question. You know, we would love to take those trips all over the world, right? We'd love to take a trip anywhere <laughs> right now, right? Boy, wouldn't we. Stay <laughs> of our homes. But, yeah, it's uh, pretty domestic right now. But uh, future plans, who knows, Bella? Where do you want to go? Gosh, honestly, at this point, like you said, I would be happy to just go farther than my front yard. <laughs> city, city park, I am in. <laughs> yes, I've often felt like my dog sticking my my face out the window of the car when we're driving and feeling that ultimate <laughs> freedom. You know, one of the things that BYU TV has just done so beautifully, and I know it's had a, a focus even more so, is to, to plan and provide entertainment that everyone in the family will watch. And now that we are all home in one place, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, let's talk about mm-hmm. story truck trending. So Bella, what <laughs> what are some of the things that you guys dive into in the series? Oh gosh, we, we hit on just such a wide variety of topics and trends and interests. I, um, We've been doing everything from uh, board game cafes, which are more of a sit-down thing, to American Ninja Warrior, which for both of us was very much not a sit-down thing. We actually had to do some of the obstacle courses ourselves. Um, But yeah, just a really wide variety of really interesting things that appeal to kids and adults. Pretty much everything that we've talked about actually has been like that. That's been interesting. I'm curious. So it's taken you out of your safe space. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say so. I, I'm usually not hanging from monkey bars by my legs on a regular day. I'm, I'm not exactly the athletic type, so this is good for me. Todd is the athletic type. He, he seems safe in every space. <laughs> is, are we going to be able to see you, Todd, hanging from the monkey bars? Yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you will see some of those <laughs> things. And I was really worried about the Ninja Warrior episode, but I'll tell you, the episode that really was taxing for me athletically was the Quidditch episode. Quidditch, a, yeah. A fantasy game from the Harry Potter books. I thought, you know, it's a game for nerds, right? No, no, not at all. <laughs> this is a highly athletic, competitive sport. Uh, 
How and did it? Wow. Okay. This is tough. I, I haven't been able to see the episode yet, and and I wanted to let people know that you'll have a chance to see those episodes, of course, online, right, for free mm-hmm. at yep. slash story trek trending. You're going to look for that. But um, what is it? It's been a while since I read Harry Potter, but even though I read Harry Potter as an adult. Oh, I wanted to play Quidditch. And my kids, you know, would run around the house with brooms pretending to play Quidditch. So how did you guys recreate Quidditch? Bella, was this your forte? Oh, boy. Um, Well, honestly, it it was fun. I definitely wouldn't say it was my forte. Um, I think that because you can't fly the way that you can in the books, they just make up for it by really hitting you with more cardiovascular exercise than should really be legal so it was man it was really fun really exhausting um i i got good at catching i think i caught a ball once so there you go (laughs) well unfortunately we didn't have to recreate this it's an officially sanctioned sport that has national and worldwide tournaments that are going on all the time well maybe not now with a pandemic but we just joined in, and that's the great thing about the show is we just find trends that people are interested in, and we just go and we're just kind of the third wheel, right, Bella? We just kind of go and uh, check yeah. them out and interview people and talk to people who are so passionate about these trends that we had no idea Quidditch was really a thing, but it is fascinating the people that have turned this fantasy sport from a book into a real game and now it is just growing and growing all across the world and you still have the bruises Mm -hmm. from it todd (laughs) bruises and uh yeah i'm probably gonna have some surgeries and who knows you know it's it's a rough sport there you go see there's something that had i had the opportunity to watch the quidditch show of story trek trending it would not have been a surprise to me that we have leagues i remember years ago that things were kind of you know being thrown together who knew this would catch on i mean you know obviously you know the Harry Potter fans knew. And, and you're yeah, not on yeah. a broom? Just for clarification, you're not on a broom, or are you having to hold on to a broom like a horsey? Oh, man. We are on a broom. And that's one thing I struggled with, didn't I, Bella? <laughs> Todd struggled with the broom, but he he conquered it. It's it's funny because they used to play with real brooms, you know, made it, made it look all wizardly. Um, and the more that they've streamlined it into a real collegiate sport, they try to kind of hone down the image into something that looks a little bit more sporty um, rather than like LARPing. Um, so it's actually just a little length of PVC pipe that you have to hold between your legs. And uh, you have to learn how to run with a PVC pipe between your quads without holding it because you have to catch things, you know, with your hands while you're running with it in between your legs. And Todd honestly got really good at it, I, I would say. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking with this whole quarantine and everybody staying home and staying safe is that everyone goes to BYUtv.org slash story trek trending. Watch, watch the Quidditch player uh, show and then see if you can recreate it in the backyard. Yes. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You can create all these, maybe not all of the things, but boy, a lot of them you could do at home. And that's the great thing about what BYU TV is doing. It's, it's kind of a Netflix model for family entertainment. 
and there are no subscription fees. So you can watch so much content just at home right now for free, and you can download their app. So you can get the BYU TV app and watch everything on your phone or on your iPad, or you can go to BYUtv.org or .com works as well. And watch all of these great shows that they have. I love it. You know, years ago, I was a TV host mm-hmm. on BYU TV. Did you guys know that? I did. Oh, what show? Yeah. Um, it, well, there was a number of them. Fresh Take and, um, oh my goodness, there's one in, in Spanish. And now I'm uh, drawing a blank on the biggest one uh, that was playing. And I'll, <laughs> I'll come, Living Essentials. But I'm sure because I couldn't oh. play Quidditch, there was no way that I'd been able to move on and progress into this trending topic. Of, <laughs> and that's what it takes now. It's actually, it's the first thing on my resume. Quidditch, <laughs> yeah. hireability. Ninja warrior. Truth be told, I can't play Quidditch either. <laughs> but still really, really fun. You know, Todd, with Story Trek, which to me I thought was, was the original uh, series, the idea was that in every home there is a story, which to me that's like how I am. I'll go to the airport and, you know, back in the day when I could go to the airport and it would seem like I could just sit next to some random individual and then come away feeling like what an incredible story that person had. And so I'm curious, Todd, how different is this for you in the sense that these are people without not just like hidden stories. This these are people that are really passionate about what they do and you're discovering them. Yeah, I mean, that's the difference. You know, we we don't go and knock on doors and just randomly bump into people and find a story. So we go to these individual trends, things like Quidditch, things like 3D printing, things like cosplay. We'll go to events, um, the big cosplay conventions. Um, you might even see us dressed up, you know, which uh, might be me a little more silly than you saw in the original Story Trek uh, show. Okay. And then... Uh, Wait a minute. Go ahead. Don't pause there. You don't go right by that. We're going to pause for just a second, Bella. Who was he mm-hmm. in, in the cosplay episode? Can you give us a hint? Um, actually, uh, yeah, I do. Should I, should I tell? Well, okay. I can definitely give you a hint. It has to do with his heritage, kind of, but barely. All right. But not. <laughs> so were you a Viking? Were you a Viking? Hey, oh, man, she how do you it. know this? Thor. Thor? I'm out. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you, you, uh. You pulled up the episode, didn't you? You know, I was looking at your last name, Hansen, and I thought, well, that's probably oh. Nordic, right? There you go. Yeah. yeah. Professional. Oh, my word. Well, and then I'm not going to even say anything about Ericsson because that's from Norway, too, right? It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I diverged a little with my costume. It was It was not so not so genealogical, but. what? What's your costume? What was it? <laughs> um, I was a fairy um, with kind of a, um, a New York borough twist. Okay, we'll wait a minute. That comes across in the episode. But. So not like not like tooth fairy, but no, no, uh, more of a hairstylist fairy. <laughs> Middle fairy hairstylist fairy. How I described her. <laughs> I'm thinking Lady Gaga ish. Uh, yeah, the makeup and hair and um, jewelry was pretty close. I'd say. Oh, that's going to be a, a lot of fun. What did you guys take away from that cosplay? Because this is life for a lot of people who love, uh, you know, the comics 
So did you guys come away mm-hmm. from that being amazed at how this is really a big part of like the, the love and passion and identity of their lives? What I found with all of these different trends and the people involved is there's so much passion involved in them, especially with cosplay. People plan for months, sometimes an entire year for a cosplay convention, working on their costumes. And they are so incredibly passionate about the the costume, the event. And what's more than that is it brings people out of their shells and it allows them to be able to be a part of a community. And it's, uh, that's one thing that's really great about it is some of the stories behind just the event or the trend that we get, they're really, really compelling. Well, and I was thinking, we, uh, talk you, to the people. you mentioned that there is a show on 3D printing, which is still hard for me, maybe because of my age. You know, I, 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 I'm trying to understand it. But, you know, with the pandemic, all of a sudden there was a call out to those. And I live along the Wasatch Front. BYU TV is, you know, you can be watched anywhere, right? Especially you mentioned online and through the app. But uh, it was there was a call out saying we need people to use their 3D printers to help print masks, to help protect healthcare workers. And I, you know, I had neighbors who were printing and I would look at their photos because I can't go to their house. I'm still curious about it because it was, it feels like 10 years ago we heard about this and I thought, no, you can't print something (laughs) 3D. What's that all about? Where did you find the 3D artists, 3D printing artisans? Well, that's the funny thing is that they were kind of everywhere. Like you'd expect to go to, I don't know, some kind of really big lab or, um, I don't know, a university to find these machines, but you've got families with really young kids where they have the 3D printers just in their bedrooms, you know, and they're making their own toys. Um, they're making their own, like, picture frames, just lots of little things like that. Um, but like you said, there's just been these really incredible productive and helpful things that have come out of 3D printing. Like one family that we talked to, they specialize in making um, – uh, pieces for prosthetic hands that can help people who maybe are amputees or have had a stroke or um, muscle control loss. So it's just pretty amazing, actually, what that technology can do. Wow, that is really stunning. You know, something yeah. that used to have to happen in a lab is happening in a child's room or a family room yeah. d- down the hall. For those who've just joined us, these are the co-hosts of the new show. I say new show, but it is. It's a um, a new series, Story Trek Trending on BYU TV. That's Bella Erickson as well as Todd Hansen. Uh, originally, you've seen him on BYU TV in Story Trek. So this is Story Trek Trending as you follow the new trends and manias uh, that drive our culture. Um, Now, let's talk minimalism for just a bit, because a few years ago, a friend of mine was talking to me about, um, you know, minimalism, and I was trying to understand that and grasp it. I actually think it's a good thing. So tell me about, yeah, how did you, you know, if they're minimalists, they got to be hard to find. They're not on social media as much, right? I mean, how did you find these people? Well, I think there's a whole world of minimalists that kind of get together. They uh, actually are on social media. They have groups. Um, there are communities of minimalists. We visited a tiny home community in Colorado to shoot part of the episode. And a lot of people mm-hmm. living in schoolies, they call them, just the old school bus converted into homes. 
and we talked to a few of those people. I find that lifestyle uh, to be a challenge, <laughs> personally. Um, it would be really hard for me because I, I like my junk. Right? <laughs> so, and, it, and not all of it can fit in a school bus. I, on the other hand, when I first yeah. saw about those tiny houses, I thought how nice it would be to have things simplified. Did Bella tell me what you thought about the minimalists? Oh, yeah, gosh. Well, heading into it, I thought that I would have no problems at all adapting to that because I am still in college, you know, and I'm used to living in spaces the size of a shoebox. Um, So I was just thinking, oh, no, I don't have that much stuff. Um, But they asked me for the episode, actually, to um, look through my stuff and look through stuff that I might still have um, at home back at my actual house. And I was able to round up so much stuff, uh, Rebecca. Like, I had, I think, like, seven or eight giant packing boxes full of things that I just got rid of. There was a family that helped us kind of clear some of our clutter. So, yeah, really, really a revelation when you think that you're a minimalist or you think that you're pretty um, pretty good at keeping your clutter out. Maybe you're not actually that good at it, like me. <laughs> I'm not good at it. I just admire other people who are good at it. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. Well, because, I can watch videos for days of people organizing stuff. Love well, that. Yes, and Marie Kondo, that whole thing. But, you know, the, the challenge oh, yeah. is there's sentimental value. And it's, if you love history, yep. which I know, like, Todd, you do, my husband does, you know, yes. what what things are really disposable and what things feel like they're a part of us that we don't want to get rid of because we want to share it uh, in the future. So, yeah, yeah. That is- Does it bring you joy, right? That's the question to ask. And I just, I think everything brings me joy, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> You're a joyful person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm going to segue to one another show and say they bring me joy, food trucks. Because you have another show oh, oh, on food trucks, don't that they? That brought me joy. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this is, would you consider this a trend or a hobby or a mania? What do you, what would you put that under, the food truck, food truckers? Ooh. All of the um, above. Well, personally, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a career for a lot of people, yes. which is amazing. In it fact, was um, you know, yeah. I was I was going to say I didn't mean to interrupt. We're doing this by phone because of the quarantine. But, um, you know, I actually went to this little restaurant that is at the point of the mountain in Utah, and I was eating a lobster roll. And I hadn't had one. You know, I'm from the West Coast. I hadn't had one. You know, it mm-hmm. was amazing. And I found out that that restaurant started as a very successful food truck in Los Angeles that became a franchise um, once someone yeah. discovered and I thought, whoa, you know, and I had a chance to meet, I, you know, my memory's not great, I had a chance to meet him. And he was like, this is well, everything that's happened is so far out of what my dream was. I just originally wanted to make really yummy food and sell it out of a food truck, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> what kind of foods were you discovering? Oh, so many. I mean, we, we went to food truck rallies. Yeah. Several of them. And that's where food trucks are just parked in a giant circle and we just had the run of the park <laughs> and uh, you know mm-hmm. when the producer tom is buying i think you know tom don't you, tom rebecca? durham yes yes when it's on tom's credit card rebecca it's a wonderful <laughs> day at a food truck rally so we just got to sample so many great tasty treats 
it was pretty incredible. What was one of the jokes they, we shared the other day was if only taco trucks would drive around neighborhoods like ice cream trucks did. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. I yeah. would come running at that bell. Uh, but it, it is a newer phenomenon that's really, for me, only like in the last six years. And it is a way for budding um, chefs or people who have creative, innovative ideas to establish a way to get that food business launched and going on wheels, right, without having to pay mm-hmm. uh, for that storefront. So you also did, before I let you go, we have just a few minutes left together, but you also did a show on gamers. Now, that is another one that has a really big category. What type of gamers did you explore? Um, yeah, do. so we ended up running into, yeah. oh, go ahead, Todd, sorry. Actually, uh, yeah, I want you to answer that. So. Okay. Because we did, um, we did an episode about specifically board game cafes and restaurants. Yeah. Um, so those are the those are the kind of gamers that we ran into. We're mostly actually board game um, aficionados and enthusiasts, and card games as well. Oh, there you go. And were either of you considered gamers? Are, are either of you someone who really really enjoys games like Dungeons and Dragons you know, like or whatever? Family. It is? Mm-hmm. No, board games. Yeah. You know. Our family plays board games all the time, and I'll tell you, with the pandemic, uh, that has risen to new heights <laughs> in our home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it actually, I, I love that um, there are families that have the, the tradition of playing board games once a week or at family gatherings because it really adds so much comedy and humor. If most of the people are good sports, it can also be as bad as a game of Quidditch, uh, depending <laughs> Mm-hmm. Or, you know, depending oh, yeah. <laughs> on, on the players. But, yes, it's true. With quarantine, there's a lot more time to become gamers, whether it's online or on the board. But it's just, again, another example of the the way that Story Trek train, trending, the, the show, kind of reflects what's happening in all our lives, right, but kind of takes us beyond that. Todd Hansen and Bella Erickson, I'm so grateful that even though we're in quarantine, we were able to use the germ-free telephones and connect to be able to talk. (laughs) But, you know, for those who've just tuned in, um, they might have missed it. Todd, will you give us again where we can watch Story Trek Trending? And because there's multiple ways. Absolutely. Yeah, you can go to byutv.org or .com and check out all the episodes there. Just search for Story Trek Trending. You'll see it right when you go on the webpage. Or you can go to the BYU TV app. You can download that for Android or iOS. You can watch it on any of the different platforms. And the episodes are available anytime that you want to watch. And uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it with your family. And I love that. And you're also, thank you, Todd, also up on Facebook. Just look for Story Trek. It's spelled T-R-E-K as one word, Story uh, Trek. But um, for those who've joined us, if you're looking for a lot of fun, the producer, Tom Durham, is one of the most creative and funny. I was just thinking about all the, the different shows you guys have done so far in this series. He's the kind of guy that says, let's explore life. I'm sure he was playing Quidditch right beside you. <laughs> and and, you know, Ninja, and, and that's the kind of thing that's such fun entertainment uh, to watch when 
uh, you're at home as a family, you're looking for the kind of entertainment where you don't have to wince, right? You can be comfortable, yeah. Walk, yeah. walk to the kitchen and know that the kids can keep watching these shows and it's family friendly. So Bella Erickson, the budding journalist that we see on Story <laughs> Trek Trending, a student. And where are you studying at, Bella? I'm at BYU in Provo. Well, congratulations. Are you done with the semester? Yeah, so to speak. Yeah, actually, today is my last final. I have to go turn it in after. (laughs) (laughs) Well, congratulations on getting the last final done and and our condolences to having such a weird way to study. Uh, But this is an interesting time, a bubble in the life of uh, the whole world. It is. Mm -hmm. We'll all remember 2020. Todd Hansen, thank you so much for joining us as well, the host of Story Trek Trending on BYU TV. Have a wonderful day and we'll continue to watch you on BYU TV. Thanks so much, Rebecca. It's been great.